Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Ellis Williams, formerly of the Charlotte Observer, now of Vikings.com, joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. As always, you can follow him at Book of Ellis on Twitter. Ellis, it's good to hear from you, man. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, man. This is surreal. A year ago, we were doing these every Friday. Uh, and now we're back for one more, man. How y'all been? Oh, we're doing well. I do want to ask you this. The last time we talked to you, you were watching film while simultaneously being interviewed. You were doing it at the same time. I have to ask, are you watching tape as we conduct this interview right now? <laughs> you know, I, I'm actually not. The tape has been put on hold. That's more of a, uh, you know, I keep the same routine. It's more of a Tuesday, Wednesday type of thing. So uh, now with it being Friday, um, it's, it's just hit after hit, man. And, you know, I got, I got a couple uh, phone calls I'm going to take after this one. You know me. All right, there you go. I, I didn't know if you were, to, were going to adopt the Kirk Cousins schedule that we all learned about in the quarterback series on Netflix. You know, Tuesdays, I believe, are reserved for the family. I didn't know, but you're a working man. You don't take Tuesdays and Wednesdays off, and we appreciate that about you. It's Ellis Williams joining us, talking about the Vikings-Panthers matchup. So as you do start to review the tape there, Ellis, what have you seen from the Vikings as to why they're 0-3, but still putting up a lot of offensive numbers? Yeah, you know what? The, you don't even need to watch the tape to understand what's going on with Minnesota. Uh, it's turnovers. It, it, it's that simple. This team has had uh, six turnovers in three games just inside the red zone. Um, so, you know, you, you do the quick math there. You are leaving plenty of points on the board. Uh, despite being 0-3, they only have a minus nine point differential, which is better than a handful of two and one teams. So, you know, how this league is right. It's a, it's a bounce here. It's a possession here. Uh, and the Vikings have been on the, the tough end of just some, some randomness, but you know, also some just technique errors and, and all that coach speak that actually applies. So, um, again, the, the numbers tell you what the film is showing you. This is an explosive offense that is going to be able to stretch the field, get it to Justin Jefferson, rookie Jordan Addison, uh, and then defensively they're going to uh, attack the quarterback and force uh, the quarterback to get the ball out quickly and into the playmaker's hands, which they were able to do against the Chargers. Uh, but this is Brian Flores. You know, he comes with a different game plan each week. Uh, so despite being 0-3, there's a lot to like and, from a Carolina standpoint, be concerned about uh, from the Vikings standpoint. Yeah, Allison, so when you look at this Vikings team, there's always some teams that start the year very poor and then they turn things around. With them being so explosive offensively, do you feel like that Minnesota could try to use a game like this to jumpstart their season and could end up reversing their fortunes? Yeah, very much so. And you know what? Coming from the NFC South the, the past two seasons covering it, uh, it's kind of helped me understand the temperature of the NFC North now. You know, if you were to ask how many wins do you think it's going to take to win the North, you'd probably land at that eight and nine spot probably with how people are talking about the South, right? So, you know, a slow start is something that all these NFC teams are going to be able to dig themselves out of as long as you've got the horses, the scheme, and the schedule to do so. So I think this is a get-right spot for Minnesota, and obviously not a game they're overlooking by any means because both clubs are 0-3. 
do you feel like that this Minnesota defense, as bad as they've been this year, they're 26 in points allowed? And so do you feel like that we've talked about here in Carolina how against this Minnesota defense, this could be a game for the Panthers to be able to uh, continue to get better on offense? Do you feel like that this Vikings defense is looking at this offense as a chance to kind of turn the perception about them? Yeah, I think both teams have a chance to get right here, right? But, I mean, assuming this thing doesn't become a tie, which I guess never say never, Mm. um, you're going to get a a Vikings defense that is going to keep what we just found out being Bryce Young and play caller Frank Reich guessing. Uh, We we talked to the Vikings coordinators yesterday, and and nothing but respect for Frank Reich throughout this building, uh, but just in my ability to watch the Panthers tape and, and, of course, talking uh, with some people still in Carolina, it sounds like the Panthers are, are are trying to figure out what exactly they do best offensively. That means you can probably assume that the Vikings defense is going to have a plan, as they have all week, preparing for both Dalton and Young, meaning you're going to get a diverse uh call sheet, if you will, from Brian Flores is what I'm anticipating. Well, Ellis, I do want to hear what your opinion is so far from Brian Flores, but what about the fans' reaction? Because you are going to have a lot of blitzing. That's what Brian Flores has done so far with Minnesota, and it will result in some pressure, but also it leaves them susceptible to the big plays downfield. So what are the early returns, the opinions uh, surrounding Brian Flores to the first three games? Yeah, I think people in Minnesota are, are excited. You know, the, the, you're, the this team has faced both Jalen Hurts and, and Justin Herbert, and Justin Herbert put on an absolute clinic uh, last week in, in Minnesota. But there were plays that the Vikings defense uh, could have made that, that would have really swung it. There was an interception that just was kind of a weird bounce that uh, the, the secondary wishes they could have back. And that's really the high-risk, high-reward uh proposition you put yourself in with a heavy blitz rate like that so i think brian flores has been as advertised um and this defense much like the rest of the league with any team with new coordinators is gonna find a a groove here um you know once they find out what what they're best at and the the personnel that they want out there because another thing with brian flores is he's very multiple right so you're gonna go from a you're going to see different fronts. You're going to see two safeties, three safeties, two linebackers. Uh, there's a lot of uh, rolling in going on with this, this Vikings defense. Then uh, the goal, of course, is just to create confusion and, and cause chaos, right? Former Charlotte Observer writer Ellis Williams of Vikings.com now joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Follow him on Twitter, at Book of Ellis. We were trying to figure this out, Ellis. Maybe you can help us. Where do the Panthers have the biggest advantage in this game on Sunday? It's a really good question. I think that Carolina is going to be able to neutralize or at least hold Pat on the edges, meaning that this Vikings edge rushing unit uh, has got one clear horse in it, being Daniil Hunter. Uh, but Marcus Davenport, who signed here in Minnesota on a one-year deal, has not been able to get healthy yet. There's a chance he's available Um but he's just not been a guy that they've been able to activate and use to, you know, how you would anticipate signing somebody. So, um, obviously, Carolina's got those two bookend tackles who, you know, false starts aside and, you know, some stuff that I've, I've seen from Icky. You, you know what you're getting from those two. Um, but, you know, that means where there's an advantage in one area, you're, you're going to counter in another spot. So, by no means do I think it's uh, a game-changing advantage Uh, but, you know, the Vikings have not been able to find that other edge rusher quite yet. 
Yeah, and so I was going to ask that leads into my question. They're tied for 21st in sacks. They've only got six on the year, but with their M.O. being uh, a blitzing unit, what do you see as the issues as to where they're not being able to capitalize on all of those blitzes? Yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I think it's a lot of this comes down to uh, the, the quarterbacks they faced. Again, uh, you're not often going to hear Baker Mayfield in the same category as Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert, but all three of those teams have been successful at getting the ball out quickly. And again, Justin Herbert going 41 of 46 uh, last week being the, the cream of the crop there. Uh, but, you know, the one thing that those three quarterbacks have on now the Panthers starting quarterback is experience. So, you know, this is going to be a challenge for Bryce Young, just like every week in the NFL is in this league. And if Bryce is able to come out and put on a Justin Herbert-like performance, then everyone in Carolina is going to be quite happy, right? But they're, without a question, like everyone in this league has been doing, um, they're going to challenge Bryce Young. They're going to, they're going to throw a lot at him. Um, and it's going to be, come down to if he can get the ball out uh, to guys like Adam Thielen, longtime Viking. Justin Jefferson is averaging 152.7 yards per game. I mean, this is a start that we just haven't seen really ever and so when you look at how defenses are approaching him for one do you feel like Carolina has any chance of slowing him down but what do you see that teams are trying to do to him that's just been unsuccessful and him just being so dominant yeah man I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all as I always do there there's just not much you can do when it comes to containing Justin Jefferson he has uh taken route running and the full tree and concepts and hesitation moves and his breaks to a next level. Um, the way that Steph Curry has changed basketball, I am confident that Justin Jefferson is changing how receivers play the position. Uh, you know, kind of building off what Devonta Adams has, has done uh, to the position, watching Justin here all at training camp. Uh, it, it's just mesmerizing. And then it really doesn't matter. You can stack one in front of him and one over the top of him. Um, he's going to find ways to, to wiggle himself open. And then a large part of this is Kirk Cousins' absolute belief in Justin Jefferson. Uh, he doesn't need to be open or see it open for Kirk to put the ball where he anticipates Justin going. So that's a long way of saying Justin's going to get his. Now, there's a big difference between 150 yards, which is what he's averaging and leading the league with, and Justin having like a 200-yard day, right? I think that Carolina would be uh, happy keeping him at, around his average, which, which is saying a lot. But there's, there's really just no uh, slowing down Justin Jefferson, and which is a large reason why this Vikings team is not – an 0-3 team despite the record saying so. I think there are a lot of people out there that just don't want to repeat Julio Jones against Ben Aben Wickery performance where Julio went for three bills. I think anything under three bills for Justin Jefferson, <laughs> fans are going to take here in uh, the city of Charlotte. Alright, Ellis, final question. Look, man, I want to know how much you miss us up there in Minnesota. Biggest difference between Charlotte and Minneapolis as you see it? Well, since this is broadcasting in Charlotte, I feel it's safe saying this. It's the food, man. There's, I, I just, I just miss that Southern barbecue. There I miss every, every spot taking pride in, in what they're putting in front of your, on your table, uh, whether it was a, a dive bar or sitting up there at Fahrenheit. Uh, it was always a good meal when you sat down in Charlotte. Uh, that's the first thing I'll do when I land. I'm, I'm, I'm headed to uh, one of the many restaurants I miss, so I can't wait to see you all. Well, what's it going to be, Ellis? I wanted to ask what restaurant it'll be. Ooh, man, I, I got it. Yeah, I already name dropped it. I got it. I got a slide by Fahrenheit. 
that play. You know, you got to get the Instagram photo with the Got to get the cover photo ready. Absolutely. Come on, man. If I don't post it on my story, it never happened, right? <laughs> 100%. That's Ellis Williams. And uh, speaking of uh, a story, you can find him on Twitter at The Book of Ellis right there, uh, writing for the Minnesota Vikings on Vikings.com. Going to be coming home. Going to be coming back, at least, to the city of Charlotte, covering this game between the Panthers and the Vikings. Ellis, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much. You are the best. Thanks, Ellis. Much love.